I'm Cam. I'm Casey. And we would be hanging out a lot this summer. But are unfortunately separated by quarantine. He's in Maryland. And he's in New Mexico. So we figured we'd start planning the road trip now. Every week we'll pitch a song to create the perfect road trip playlist. And probably veer off topic quite a bit. So this is Cam and Casey Casey across the country. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Ballads, everybody. We're getting to the interesting part of the road trip where we're starting to get a little mellow. We established last episode that we kind of started the road trip at like noon ish so this is like basically like right after dinner like the sun is starting to set exactly yeah we're not quite we're at dusk you know the sun is just about to set we're starting we're developing feelings (laughs) we're getting there and uh but we're not quite sad you know this is not the heart-wrenching hour that's what i'm curious about because the when like i know if you say like what a ballad is i know what a ballad is but when you look up what a ballad is the term ballad really just means a slower song, which usually revolves around love, which is 90% of songs anyway. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, not, not very, not a very, so you can kind of interpret how you want. So I'm excited to see what uh, we've both brought to the table for this, for this episode. And I believe since it's your week that you're starting. Yes, sir. And at first I thought I was going to go, cause when I looked it up, I also had to look up the term to see, to kind of narrow it down. And it said, one of the key factors is like a story. So I wanted to kind of choose songs that either had a st- was about a story or that like I have a story associated with it, which is kind of jumping the shark a little bit, but we're going to go with it because who cares? Who cares? <laughs> um, my first ballad of the day, and I just realized that all three of my ballads are from 2018. So shout out to 2018 for <laughs> some ballads. It was a good year. It was a good music year. <laughs> it really was. I've you know, looking back on it, I think like half the songs I've pitched so far have been from 2018, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. But I'm getting off track here. My first song, whew, I think I'm going to start, I'm going to start with Blame It On Me by Post Malone. Okay, gotcha. It's it's a bit, there are quite a few kind of ballads on uh, on this album. Um, this one I chose, though, over a few of his other ones because it is slower um i like when i think of a ballad i don't necessarily think of more upbeat or faster paced or kind of anthem ish songs i like it to be a little slower and blame it on me is one of the slowest songs on the album and it's also it's got a tinge of sadness to it you know it's in the title blame it on me take from that what you will (laughs) um and i just i i I couldn't imagine going through this hour without touching on a Post Malone song, especially from Beer Bongs and Bentley's. So that for that reason, I decided to go with Blame It On Me, my first song of the day. Awesome. Let's run it. I used to say I was free. Now all these people want to keep on taking pieces of me. I listened to this whole project. It was either this, Beer Bongs Bentley's, or it was um, Rich Brian's Amen, I believe, um, were the only two albums I, like, ever listened to when driving to school senior year. I, like, went back and forth between those albums. I'd, like, just gotten Spotify, and I was like, I need to start listening to music that my friends listen to. Because before that, it was all, like, EDM, trappy stuff. It was very, very cringy. Um, And I was like, I remember, I think you might have mentioned it at some point you're like have you heard this new rich Brian project of course i was like no it's not an edm project and so <laughs> i like listened to that 
and I loved it. And because I loved it, and because it was one of the only albums I was aware of, it was that. And then a few months later, Beer Bugs and Bentley is when it came out that I listened to. And so whenever I hear this song in particular, I can like vividly remember the route I used to take to drive to school. Like 7.45 in the morning, I've got like a coffee in the in the like coffee cup holder. Um, I'm driving. Do you remember waking up that early? Yeah, that was, oh, I can't believe we did that. Like thinking I can't believe four I woke up at like years of waking up at like 6.30 in the morning. Every day. <laughs> like making breakfast, making a lunch. Oh yeah. Weird, weird time. It's hard to hard to picture myself doing that for four years straight um that was just the worst of times <laughs> i hated that <laughs> hated waking up early this is not the one it's funny because this is not the one that i would have picked for this is not the most obvious choice from this album because clearly i think the most obvious choice is stay because it's the most uh mm-hmm. heart-wrenching ballady type song i really like i mean both of us like post malone a lot and i like Specifically, this week kind of um, exemplifies why Post Malone, I think, resonates with so many people because he's taking like this style of music that's very popular now, trap inspired, somewhat hip hop inspired, um, with mainly pop melodies. And I think it was Anthony Fantano that said it was like singer songwriter with like trap singer songwriter, which mm-hmm. is kind of its own uh niche little genre now like he's a very good writer he's obviously a very good singer but he also knows how to make hits for sure and i think as well we touched on this really early on that a road trip song one of like the qualifying factors is like how easy it can be sung out loud and how catchy it is and how easy it is to kind of catch on to it if you haven't heard it before and a lot of choruses that post Malone makes are very digestible they're not very, they're not like mumbled. They're not complex in many ways. And I don't say that as a criticism. I think it works really well in making the songs catchier and establishing kind of that wide appeal. I think that if someone hadn't heard this song, Blame It On Me, which I don't know, I feel like most people by now will have heard this song. But if for some reason you haven't, it's pretty easy to catch on to. And that's got to be, you know, you can't have a road trip song that can't be sung out loud. You know, it has to, even if people haven't heard it before, they have to be able to kind of grow onto it and be able to participate as well pretty quickly. And I think Post does a really good job of doing that throughout most, if not all of his songs on this project and throughout most of his discography. Yeah, I would say probably the best descriptor would be like palatable. Like he just has a very accessible genre of music for anybody. Um, And that tends to go with a lot of radio hits. Like a lot of radio songs are just, even if you're like, against pop music which i have a problem with in and of itself (laughs) but uh it's easy for everyone to get involved with which is the perfect kind of thing for a road trip but going along with uh this kind of style of music to start uh i'm kind of of the same uh wavelength right now and because i wanted to pick three different songs that slowly kind of went into the more um like we said, melancholy tone, but I wanted to start a little more upbeat because technically a ballad can just be a love song. So, but I wanted to pick one of the more slower love songs that maybe had, um, I'm going to keep saying melancholy throughout this episode, but like (laughs) hints of sadness throughout it. And so, and this one was on my mind specifically because I just watched a movie that the uh, singer plays a large part in. So my song is LSD by ASAP Rocky. Ooh. 
All right, this is the second week in a row with a drug song. Sensing a a theme here, Casey. (laughs) Don't tell my parents. (laughs) Um, I also really like this song in particular because it talks about um, how he doesn't like making love songs. And so it's a great choice for a love song because it very clearly is one. So he's looking for different ways to say, I love you. And it does have... um, it really has this tone to me that I really, really like. Um, Cause when it comes to love, there's kind of this obsession with lust on that end, that it's more of like the honeymoon phase and the high energy. Mm-hmm. But this one really feels like post that phase, like the real comfort and calmness that goes with like really being in love with somebody and kind of equating that to how you might feel um, on certain hallucinogens. And then he talks about sex a lot in this song. So like sex as a mechanism for, deeper connection than uh just like pure attraction so it has a lot of different layers in pretty much being a a relatively simplistic song with its melody and its lyrics but it has a lot of different coded layers which i really really like yeah like how it isn't your everyday run-of-the-mill love song by any means and i like that he is singing on it you know there's this kind of stereotype if we will that rappers can't sing and when they try to, it usually does not come out very well. And I don't think that's the case here. I think he sounds pretty good here. I think it, it definitely fits the tone of the song better than if you were to try and rap what he's saying. Yeah. Um, and I also think like if you watch the video for this song, which is a very, very entertaining video because it's beautiful. It's like these chandeliers, this beautiful cinematography. And uh, he's also like on Twitter and stuff. He's definitely like, a sex icon like (laughs) um (laughs) like a heartthrob type and that only i think adds to the um because it's a very sexy song like it just adds to that element of the music and that's the uh that's the happiest we're gonna get for this (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah i was about to say none of my songs are going to come close to this kind of emotion i think a lot of mine are similar and having already put Blame It On Me out there, I think you kind of can tell where the rest of my songs are going tonally. Yeah, cool. So I don't mean to bring it back down. I don't mean to to dampen to dampen this episode. <laughs> I guess we'll go with my happier song. It's not really a happy song at all, but the the sound is a lot more... I want to say whimsical is the word that comes to mind. It feels very light. It's not a very heavy song, but this is the only song that kind of is a story and in the song itself. And the song is Water Fountain by Alec Benjamin. Okay. It's not quite a sad song. Um, it's definitely not a happy song, but it's just kind of the way I've always listen to it as one of kind of what could have been it's kind of remorseful it's kind of like you know i wish things could have been better i wish things could have turned out differently but not at all like a in a sad way i don't know it's i'm kind of struggling to to describe it here but it's not a sad song right but you definitely kind of get that that sense of man if only what could have been yeah no i do like this song i like this artist 
I also think this would have fit really well in uh, the lyric episode because he's a pretty good writer. He's a very uh, distinct storyteller. So let's listen to probably his most popular song, right? One of his most popular. Definitely one of his most popular songs, for sure. She told me that she loved me by the water fountain. She told me that she loved me and she didn't love him. And that was really lovely because it was innocent. Slapper. <laughs> I'm going to call each song today a slapper. <laughs> his voice is so distinct. It's, oh, it's so great. high. It's this song and actually this whole project I will never forget. And one of the reasons I want to, to have this song on this episode is because one of the times I flew out to New Mexico for break, I think it was like a spring break or a Christmas break about a year ago, mm-hmm. I forgot to get my music ready for the airplane flight. And by some happenstance, this album was the only one saved to my phone on Spotify. <laughs> so for about four hours, I only had this album to listen to. And I listened to this project probably four times in the span of Damn. four hours. And not because I, I loved it that much, more so just because it was there. But because of that experience, because of that flight, I have this kind of soft spot for this project. You know, every song kind of reminds me of being on that flight. You know, it's, and it's a weird, you have, there are distinct feelings that you have. I mean, when traveling in general, when you're traveling anywhere, it always feels a certain way. And especially on these flights, like flying from Maryland to New Mexico, especially because it's like, you know, you're, this is the only time that, you know, you're seeing family the whole year. I'm in school, I'm in college, or I'm with, you know, friends in Maryland. And so it's a very, there's very strong emotions attached to the song and this album just because of the circumstances. You know, it could have been any project, but it happened to be this one which throughout is already a little melancholy. So it just kind of adds to the emotion you feel while you're traveling. And I will just forever remember this project and always have a little soft spot for it because of just accidentally having it saved to my phone and accidentally forgetting to save any other music to my phone. Dude, I have a couple songs like that or a couple projects like that. I really like this project in particular. Like it felt... um... I mean, this song is definitely the prime example of it. It feels very innocent. Um, and the project as a whole, like, I didn't, it almost felt kind of silly to me. Like, it's very, um, I don't want to say childish, childlike. Uh, the sp- stories are very specific in that regard. And, but it's very, very enjoyable. And it's so specific. And the stories are so well told that I think you, it's kind of intoxicating. It's great. It's, what one of the reasons I think it's so attractive to listen to is it tells almost all of the stories I believe are from the perspective of like being in school. You know, these yeah. aren't like these aren't mature love stories. These aren't about heartbreak necessarily. These aren't about things you experience as you get older. Most of these songs refer to kind of first time crushes or love at a very young age. And I think it's very easy to romanticize that idea and to picture it in a certain positive light and mm. i think it's hard not to get attached to this style of music and specifically this project because it it portrays and makes you remember those times of being younger being more innocent experiencing these things for the first time and it does feel very youthful i wouldn't say childish per se i wouldn't say i guess 
I don't know. <laughs> That's the only one I can think of, but it does feel very youthful. It it nails that emotion. Um because I think it's both um romanticizing and kind of criticizing young love in a way. Cause it's very strictly it's very clear that it's coming from a male perspective, um, which in a lot of regards, both in media and in practice, because of that, um the men tend to be kind of the perpetrators of these crushes, like almost obsessions sometimes. And so it kind of fits that and is sort of critical for it, but it also is talking about what that might feel on the end of um, the man in this regard. So it's very, again, very multifaceted and very pretty to listen to. Definitely very, a very nostalgic feeling is one of my favorite qualities in music, sexy and nostalgic. (laughs) His, uh, sound of very sort of like childlike and uh young love is something that i'm gonna bleed into my next song also but kind of for a different reason because this song is a very mature love song that i heard when i was in high school and i heard when i was kind of experiencing young love that i think i was probably too young for at the time um i think anybody in high school wouldn't be too young for it. I think I was just an idiot and didn't understand it yet. (laughs) Um, But it's a beautiful love song and it's a love song. We're getting in mine. Mine are going to kind of decline in sort of like uh, positivity. (laughs) Oh boy. But is setting ladies and gentlemen, this one in particular, well, the cover of this album is an EP, but the cover of it is uh, two people sitting in a car watching a sunset. So it's fitting for the time. And it's actually a love song about um, being able to love yourself. And so it's, I said in last week's podcast that I really like love songs that aren't necessarily about a romantic partner. And so this is a song from the perspective of a romantic partner saying, I see you going through all these things. Um, You're not going to be able to continue this romance if you don't kind of find it in yourself to um, really take care of yourself. So it's a very mature love song. It's not something that a lot of young people think about when they're thinking about love. Um, And so mine is called Scene 2, Roger Rabbit by Sleeping With Sirens. It it feels very, very mature for a love song because it's coming from the guy. I mean, it could come from anybody, but it's coming from the narrator saying we're not going to be able to get through this. If you don't tell me the truth about what's going on with us, what's going on with you. Um, I can love you as much as I can, but you have to love you in some capacity too, which is part of the basis of a um, mature, stable relationship. And it might be very difficult for certain people, um, but finding the, the outlets and the resources to, to gain that trust in yourself that then therefore you can put that trust into somebody else as well. So it's really, really, um beautiful thought-provoking and one of my favorites i can't really say yeah i don't really i was not familiar with this song and i think you know part of part of the reason for not knowing it i think you know when you were going through your alternative phase you definitely introduced me to a lot of music that's for sure how i found out about like fallout boy and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but i think it's funny how you know strong messages like in this song are so kind of shrouded by the assumptions and stereotypes of the genre that it's in you know when people hear right. punk band or alternate 
you know, whatever the genre is, each genre has its own stereotypes. And a lot of people are quick to just kind of shrug it off and be like, oh, it's, it's this genre. So it's just going to be screaming or it's sure. just going to be yelling or it's just going to be rapping or it's going to be, you know, whatever it is that people want to complain and poke at. But, you know, in those assumptions and in those quick write-offs, you know, it's so easy to skip over songs like this that kind of go against those norms and will have a stronger message in it than most people are expecting from kind of just a punk rock genre. Um, and I think that applies for any genre. I think a lot of people are surprised when, you know, a pop song is anything more than just a quick couple cheesy lines and a catchy chorus. Uh-huh. And, you know, I think the same applies here is people are quick to assume that, oh, it's just going to be, you know, lots of drums and yelling and screaming and it's going to be very braggadocious. But I don't think that's always the case. And I think I'm as guilty as that because, you know, I'd never heard this song. And I remember especially, you know, late middle school, probably even early high school when, at least to me, Sleeping With Sirens was gaining popularity right at the peak of its popularity. I was very quick to be like, oh, all their songs are going to sound like, you know, whatever. You know, it's not going to appeal to me because I... I think they sound like what I don't necessarily love to hear. And I think that was wrong. You know, there are plenty of songs out there that I'm sure I missed that I would have loved because I was very quick to just assume what it was going to sound like. Yeah, there's a... um, And the thing is, too, that I think it's uh, fitting that it's coming from a punk artist because there's a lot of themes that get put into punk songs um, about self-love or self-hatred, depression... Uh, mental illness in any capacity violence like there's a lot of these very very mature themes that i think it's one of the reasons it resonates with young people because it's not something that young people can really express openly with a lot of other people so they can kind of find that solace in in music and so i really really like uh so it fits those themes but it still goes against the grain in the typical sense of what the genre sounds like i was never really in to that genre and I don't know why, per se, because, I mean, I was into, like, I guess EDM and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. while not all that similar, like, punk rock is very, like, very drums-heavy, very bassy. It's very loud. It's in your face. And I don't know why I never made that connection to be, like, I would probably like that. <laughs> but I just have very little experience with that kind of genre. No, I think Scream screamo punk music is very abrasive like it's very hard for people to really get into um but i mean there are lots of genres of music that use yelling and screaming in a very melodic way including punk um hip-hop has kind of been moving in that direction there are definitely a lot of songs that i really like that are of that same caliber and i think it's just because music is supposed to create an emotion in you and yelling and screaming is such a raw uh example of that emotion whether it's anger or sadness or frustration um which can really get into which people can really get into which i think i really appreciate cool all right you got one more song all right my last song i this is a little interesting because this song is not the most popular song from this artist and i actually don't like a lot of music that this artist makes but okay. <laughs> I did stumble across this song and I listened to it most days that I was walking to class for a semester sophomore year of college. So I have like that kind of context in my head of like, you know, booking it to class um, 
especially like October through December when it was like really cold, you know, you're starting to hit finals and stuff. You're just kind of, you're not making eye contact with anyone. You're just kind of like, <laughs> I need to get to class. Like I'm right. But yeah, this is, this is Cliff Note by Gordon. I'm drowning in my airspace. Driving shock point like I'm ice o'clock in dead space. So ground cold on my dome, now I'm dead weight. I feel fine celebrating Papa Shem. I for sure have a soft spot for this blooming crossover of lo-fi and soundcloud rap where mm. it's the the instrumentals are very lo-fi kind of i don't think it's bad quality but i definitely think there's a filter over the instrumentals to make it sound kind of gritty kind of dirty and then kind of very basic lyrics i don't think this song would ever fit into the lyric hour that we just did but something about its simplicity and grittiness just kind of clicks yeah i think that's one aspect of a ballad that we've both put into this week that wouldn't necessarily be as traditional that i think is very very important as much as slow and and uh romantic is how raw it is like emotion is such an important part of a ballad uh like really striking you and to get that you got to be really raw um and you have to really let your heart out and so that's what we've done so far oh hi mac hello <gasps> mac <laughs> Okay, so my last one uh, is definitely the saddest of the bunch. Not quite, like, heart-wrenching yet. I actually picked probably the happiest of this artist, but I couldn't... Jesus. <laughs> I couldn't go throughout the ballad uh, day, hour, without mentioning my favorite... The most recent artist that I think is just the best at heart-wrenching ballads. So I had to go with Louis Capaldi. Oh, um, okay, okay. And so, but my song is actually his, probably one of his least popular, which is not to say that I'm trying to be like, this is, it's just my favorite one, <laughs> um, or one of my favorite ones. So mine is uh, Mercy by Louis Capaldi. For every second you've been so okay, I've been trying to count the lines around your face, cause I don't know if I'll ever be this close again. Oh my god, oh that's one of my, my favorite god, lyrics. Dude. That's one of my favorite. Say, that could have been I could have picked that for last for week. Episode. That is such a potent line. <laughs> he's <laughs> I think he's so kind much. of a hit or miss on lyrics sometimes because he goes a lot of a lot of times he goes the conventional route of just um pretty basic, but sometimes he has these very, very poetic lines. Luis Capaldi is one of those artists that has a very simple repetitive sound in that almost every song he has has the same vibe has the same energy has the same tone but it works we talked about kind of like this this conversation and specifically with like the baby uh last episode i believe maybe two episodes ago yeah last and episode. i had completely forgotten about like lewis capaldi and i would say even like dean lewis have like they have their niche everyone knows what a song from either of them is going to sound like but and maybe because it's just sad that people are okay with that. They're like, yes, if I'm going to listen to Louis Capaldi, I don't care that 12 songs in a row are going to sound the same way. I just right. want to hear him belt out a sad, gut-wrenching song. And it, it's been working. I mean, I think both of them have found their popularity through having the same tone. And I have no complaints with listening to, you know, an hour a very similar sounding songs if you're in the right mood you know if you're feeling that way you're not going to be nitpicky about oh you know these songs sound the same like no 
You're in your bag. The sun is setting. <laughs> you're staring out the window with the boys. You want to feel this way. <laughs> and I think that's why artists like um, Luis Capaldi can get away with it much more than people like the baby. But with the baby, people are not listening to it being like, I'm in my bag. <laughs> Dude, it's such nice traditional pop music where it's like after the first chorus you got it it's catchy um i do really like it because it does feel very poetic um it feels like a traditional love poem just set to music um and yeah i think he's just really really good at it It feels very genuine very sincere so i had i had to pick him this week so much respect i love that pick love good old Louis capaldi i'm a little sad because i feel like he might appear next week as well, but um, that's okay. We can have back-to-back appearances from artists, right? There are no rules for this podcast. <laughs> He'll probably be back soon. Speaking of next week, uh, the theme for next week, it's going to be tonally whatever you want. I think we'll probably both have similar tones based on the direction of where we're going towards a night road trip. Um, but given that it's sort of like the sunset, you're staring out the window... Um, I wanted to go with something that might be a little bit more difficult to find, but just as important, um, particularly in regards to like poetry. So my pick for next week is, uh, songs that, re- that relate to nature. So nature Ooh. songs, Okay. whether it's, whether it's in the title or a specific lyric that you really like, it can be as loose as you want. Um, but something that relates to the natural surroundings or like a flower or an animal, probably something more closer to like um, setting or environment, but totally up to you. So a nature song, a couple nature songs. I've already got a song it's like, up. I'm ready to do this episode now. Let's dude, appreciate the sunset. <laughs> dude, we got to appreciate the, the, the world. Oh, I'm ready to do this episode. Beautiful right world now. out there. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait for next episode. <laughs> All right, so that's uh that's the ballad week. Well uh yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And Ballads. Uh, the sun is set. And we'll see you next week. We love all of you, every single listener.